Hello everybody, this is Johnny with Sin City Hustlers coming at you with another episode of Let's Talk eBay. Uh, today we're going to go over our, my weekend sales, my weekend weekend sales. Uh, as you know, summer slowdown, so sales have been pretty slow. Uh, also, uh, we're going to go over some eBay news, a couple things going on with eBay. And we're also going to have a guest reseller on here, um, so talk about her journey. So uh, we'll go ahead and invite her. Hold on. Hello, this is Yadira. Hi, yes, good morning. Hi, this is Johnny. Hi, Johnny. What a challenge, huh? I know, this is, uh, this was kind of, yeah, it was a challenge. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we are recording, so welcome to Let's Talk eBay. Awesome. How are you doing this morning? I am doing pretty good. My day started super early, so I'm, I'm good. I've got my run in, I got my workout done. I've got five listings up, and now I'm going to do a little sourcing. So, and it's only 9 a.m., 9:10. <laughs> yes, I, I noticed on your Instagram that you uh, you do get up early in the morning. How early do you get up? Um, on a on a good day at about zero four. Today it was at about zero five. Um, but that's pretty that's pretty typical for us. It's usually pretty fairly early in the morning. Um, it just it works out well, you know. We get things done, and we're pretty accustomed to working out. So if we don't get it done first thing in the morning, usually it doesn't happen at all. So like nice. done nice and early, yeah. Well, that's just too early for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we get into your journey as a reseller, um, I noticed uh, that you are pretty active. You have an active lifestyle, pretty healthy lifestyle. Um, I know you, uh, on your Instagram, if people don't follow you on Instagram, uh, what's your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is at aisle um, underscore 30 and then the number 7. The word written out 30 and then the number 7. So aisle underscore written uh, out in 30 and then 7. The number 7, yep. Okay, cool. People can look you up and go ahead and follow her. Uh, you also have a YouTube channel, right? I do, and the handle is the same for the YouTube channel. Any new videos coming out soon? Um, honestly, yeah, I've actually, I took a little bit of a break from YouTube, and I talked about this a little bit, um, when I was on with, uh, Wade, but I started to put out some content on YouTube, and then I, I really realized how big of an influencer you become, um, when you're on YouTube, and, you know, I, I put up some YouTube videos, and I was like, oh, no big deal, that'll be fun, you know, and then I kind of started to get a lot of feedback, and people were asking questions, and I said to myself, okay, I need to be more careful about the content that I'm putting out, because people actually are watching, you know, and they have questions, so, and not that I was putting out bad content, but I, I, I just, I personally want to be more informed so that I can properly educate people on what I know, so... Once I'm a little more comfortable, and I think I'm getting there, I'm getting a little more educated and a little more comfortable with what I'm doing, and I definitely think I'm a little more knowledgeable. So um, probably within the next couple of weeks, yeah, I'm going to pick back up on YouTube and start sharing some more content. I think the biggest challenge with that is just finding the time. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, me and you started, I think believe we started almost reselling at the same time, right? Um, back in about November of last year. Yeah, you started in November. I think I started in January, so we're like a couple months apart. Oh, wow. Me. Yeah. So I started late January. I was supposed to start in the beginning of January, but, you know, things kind of fall through and you got to hold, you know, 
pulled things back a little. And then, so I started January 20th. So that was it. Today's the 16th. Uh, that it would be seven months this month. Oh, awesome. On the 20th for seven months. So I, I don't know if you listen to my other podcast where I, I can still consider myself a beginner reseller because all the resellers out there that have content like, like Reezy or Nicole State, or like, they've been doing it for years, you know, oh, yeah. and they have so much experience as far as, you know, selling and reselling and sourcing and all that stuff on there. Right. I absolutely agree. I think anything under a year is still, even at a year, even at two years, I think you're still a beginner for sure. Right. Right. I mean, even even if you become an, ex- I, I this is how I feel personally. If you if you consider yourself experienced, I think there's still stuff you can learn as, as you're going through your. You have your own business and new stuff you can learn all the time. You know, I I see some of these resellers on YouTube and you know uh, Instagram. You know, they they offer their services because they have so much experience for you know a certain price. You know, and it's like. You know, I understand they're trying to, you know, make some money, but a lot of the stuff that they know, you can learn on your own, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, and I, 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 I've seen that. I Honestly, I can't imagine ever charging for, you know, information on how to as far as being a reseller because I don't think that there really is any specific way, you know. I think that, you know, and we hear this all the time, that whatever works for you, you know, what works for one person isn't going to work for the other, and I absolutely agree with that, you know. So I, I, I think it would be hard to sell the secrets because I think the only secret is that there is no secret, you know? <laughs> right. No, you're totally right. I, I totally agree with you. I think yeah. I think the more experience you have as, you know, running your own business as far as reselling and sourcing and, you know, just learning, especially if you're reselling clothes, you know, you, you become such a, a fashionista, you know, when I first started, I knew nothing about clothes. And now I'm like, oh, look, you know, J. Crew, you know, so it's like I knew nothing about reselling or as far as clothes. So, Right, right. Um, I'm looking at your uh, right now. I'm looking at your Poshmark closet and I I know you put some of it on your Instagram, but your pictures are amazing. Oh, thank you. I really like your pictures. Now, um, what brought uh, what influenced you to take pictures like this? Because I see some here with like a pair of jeans and a top and like a pair of shoes, you know, kind of bundled together. Are they, are you selling them in a bundle or is it just one thing that you're offering? No, it's, it's just the one item. Um, and to be honest with you, my pictures are actually, I know that they're all over the place and that's kind of, I mean, it's, it's an, it's intentional and it's unintentional. It just kind of depends on the day and how I'm feeling as far as how creative I get with my pictures. But I do like to change it up. And I think that that's, what a lot of people see like you'll see I do white backgrounds and then I'll get on this like back uh black background kick and then just yesterday I posted that I did this whole like mural on my wall where I'm going to do some new pictures there but I think for me just because it becomes so tedious to take pictures every day because it's what we do on a daily basis I think I just personally need that inspiration and that change to keep me engaged and excited about it um, but the ones that you see that are pretty busy, you know, and a lot of people, when you do pictures, and it's just, it's a strategy anyway, people will tell you, don't do it, you know, don't get too crazy with the picture, because then it does, it becomes confusing, and people say, I don't know what you're selling here in this picture, but it's so busy, but from my perspective, the way that I see it, I say, okay, common sense is going to tell you, yeah, that's a ridiculously busy picture, but 
your fashion sense is going to make you stop at that picture. You know, why are you looking at that picture? Because it's busy, because there's something to look at. So right. that's, that's the first thing that catches your eye. It's just like, yeah. wow, look at this whole ensemble right here. So people are right. going to, like me, I, I stop and, and look at it. So I'm assuming the the regular buyer who's looking to buy something is looking at it and say, oh, look, this looks cool. So they'll click on it, you know? Yep, yep. And that's, that's kind of my strategy. You know, I go against the grain a little bit as far as, you know, what sales will tell you not to do. But I figure, hey, if it works, there's a method to my madness. If it makes you stop on the picture, then you stop on the picture. Um, and I don't do that with everything. Um, you know, I'll do it with stuff that I know needs a little bit of help, you know, to sell. And I think that that's really what will give it that extra push. There's things that you don't need to do anything with. You just, you, you can take a picture of the label and it'll sell, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I do, I do make a little extra effort for the things that I know need a little help selling, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the pictures are—they're a lot better than mine. I don't know if you see my closet, but uh, uh, these pictures are amazing. I really like your pictures. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, now, you just started cross-listing from eBay to Poshmark. Do you still have an eBay store, or are you just all in on Poshmark? I do. I actually, I do have both, and um, I was. This is something that I was going to share with everyone, but I actually stopped sharing my eBay store. I just recently took it off of my link tree, mm-hmm. um, and that's because when I first started, you know, and I'm sure that you, I know you've done a lot of your research too. You talk about it, but when I first started, I saw a lot of people say, "Don't share your eBay store. The traffic is actually bad for your sales." Um, and I kind of was like, "No, I don't really believe that," you know. And I think that as we evolve, we want to try different things. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I said to myself, okay, I shared my store from the beginning. Everybody got to see it. I could see in my link tree how much traffic was coming to it. And I said, you know, it, it, it didn't hurt my store, I don't think, but I want to see what the potential is if I stop sharing my store. So I did pull it off of my link tree, but I do still have both. Um, and I do cross-list from eBay to Poshmark. However, I don't cross-list everything. Um, I'm very particular about what I put on my Poshmark, and it's just because it, it, you know, I think that I do believe that it's different. It's it's two completely different platforms, you know, the same way that we will list stuff on eBay for less than what we list it for on Poshmark, um, I think kind of speaks for itself as far as the quality of the stuff that's going on Poshmark. Right. That's, that I totally agree with that because I started cross-listing my, my clothes from eBay onto Poshmark, and... I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, I got about almost 50 listings on Poshmark, and I'm looking at yours, and then I'll look at others, and I'm like, wow, there's some really high quality, like quality clothes on here. Like the Poshmark is really what it means. It's posh, you know. So it's yeah. like it's like really, really like a lot of high end stuff, you know. And I'm like, wow, I can't just list anything on here. I'm assuming. <laughs> right, and I think that you know just. Being new to the Poshmark community, I just I, I personally feel like it's important to just kind of respect those boundaries and keep it, you know, I, I don't want to taint it with just throwing whatever on there, you know. Um, and hopefully in the long run, it'll contribute to, you know, more sales and success. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at your sold and you're doing pretty well. I mean, you have right now, I'm looking at your po- closet, you have 98 listings, but mm-hmm. you have uh, over 2,800 shares, which is really good, right? Yeah, you know, and I've actually, I've been doing a little bit of experimenting with that as well. I watch, um, what is her name, uh, Ridiculous Work Ethic. Uh-huh. I, think that's, I think that's her YouTube um, handle, but she's very educated on Poshmark. So I do watch a lot of her videos, and 
she recently posted a video about how becoming a, or the, the, the controversy about how becoming a Poshmark ambassador, actually some people say that it potentially hurts their sales. So I've kind of restrained a little bit because I'll be honest, you know, it kind of freaked me out. I said, I don't want to, you know, my sales to come to a screeching halt because I became a Poshmark ambassador, which I think I kind of understand the, the method behind that or the thought process. You know, I think that maybe as a platform, when you're new, I could see how the platform maybe pushes a little more, you know, to help you. And then when you become an ambassador, maybe, you know, you're, you're kind of made. Right. And maybe it's a little less traffic for you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the, what the, what the, what the method is there, but I have kind of held back a little bit on um, community shares just because I'm trying to keep my, my green lines down because I'm a little nervous about becoming an ambassador. But um, I do do a lot of self-shares. Um, one of the things that she talked about recently also was she did like a 30-day self-share challenge where she only did share her own closet. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've kind of been trying that, you know, and, you, you know, YouTube is like our, our go-to for education. Um, right. So I tried the different things that, are, that they're doing there, and she just did that. So I said to myself, I'm going to try that. And to be honest with you, it actually – I mean, it, it's rendered a couple of sales, so I'm, I'm going to continue with it for a little while. Sounds good. Um, the Now, becoming a Poshmark ambassador and mm-hmm. let's say eBay, you become a top-rated seller. Is that the same, or is it because it's two different platforms? It's, it's a totally different. Um, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I don't know. I know that for eBay, um, for my own self, I, I believe you have to offer free shipping to do the – become the top rate top rated. Yeah. yeah and I, I i stopped doing that i said i'm okay with compromising that you know um i just felt like i was losing too much and i if i if i had to choose between <clears throat> excuse me ebay and poshmark i would definitely eventually want to transition over to poshmark just because the fees for ebay are just crazy you know yeah uh, and I get it's a give and take kind of platform, but maybe it's just easier with Poshmark because you don't see it. You know, you don't have that bill at the end of the month. It's just right. gone where you see it. But um, I, you know, as far as becoming an ambassador or top rated seller, for me personally, I mean, it's not a goal. It'd be nice, but it's definitely not a goal. Right, right. Um, I'll doubt you just answer my next question. If you had a choice between eBay and Poshmark, which platform would you choose? Uh. Because of the fee processes, probably Poshmark. Um, but as far as the growth potential, probably eBay. So I think that they both have their pros and cons. I just I feel like eBay is so much bigger, which I, I, that may be inaccurate, but I feel like it's just it's bigger, you know. And because there's that restriction on or that self-proclaimed restriction that I have for Poshmark, like I I have so much more items put up on eBay than I do on um, Poshmark, so I think there's more potential for me to earn more on eBay than there is on Poshmark. Yeah, I mean, I've talked about in my my other podcast how I think uh, Poshmark is really becoming starting becoming like a monster, and I think eBay is really starting to feel the heat from Poshmark. Yeah. And you know, with all the changes that eBay is going through and everything, and you know, even you know, eBay tried to do their own version of uh, like well, what Amazon does is Prime Day. You know, I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm also on Amazon. Unfortunately, I'm I'm a super amateur with it, and I I haven't I've sent in my first SBA shipment, and I haven't had any sales. I'm a little bummed about that, but um, I don't think that I was entirely 
as educated as I should have been before I sent in my first shipment, which I, I think I did it all correctly. I know I did, actually. I just um, I got into books. You know, I got into the hype of selling books, so I sent in a, a, one shipment of books, and it's probably been about four or five weeks now, which I don't know what the turnaround time is, but, you know, I mean, we watch Instagram and we watch other resellers and we kind of set that expectation, and I, I was hopeful that I would have, like, sales right away, but I haven't had any, so I need to, I definitely need to revisit that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, same here. I'll look at Instagram or YouTube, and, you know, and you'll see, like, people shipping, like, huge boxes of, like, books or or video games or whatever to, to Amazon, you know, and they're making all these sales and stuff. I think it's, I think with Amazon, I think it's just like eBay, you know, where you had to constantly, you know, consistently list every day, you right. know, it, Amazon, you, I guess you have to like consistently send things into FBA, you know, to build up your inventory. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, your Poshmark. Um, so you recently send in an FBA shipment and you're on Poshmark and you're doing eBay. Um, what is, what is your ultimate goal as far as having, you know, running your own business with these platforms? Well, um, long-term, you know, I'm not too sure yet. I know that eventually I want to, um, create, of course, a bigger, a bigger inventory for now. I think that, you know, as far as like stepping stones, my intention is to use eBay and Poshmark as a stepping stone of course, for something bigger, because you always want to, you know, strive for something more than just eBay and Poshmark. Um, and I actually just last week ordered my first wholesale shipment. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was, it was a little scary, but I did it through the um, Alibaba uh, website. Yes, uh, I know Alibaba. <laughs> yeah, so I, I ordered my first wholesale shipment. So, you know, I'll be documenting how that went once I get the shipment, and I know it's all confirmed and stuff, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna transition a little more into new, uh, maybe more of a boutique style. Um, I'll definitely always keep, you know, sourcing for thrift finds and um, because there it's just there the potential for resale for um, you know designer stuff that that's that's always gonna make money. But I want to transition more from um, more into more designer, you know, more high end brands plus wholesale new stuff and kind of get away from the mall brands and stuff you know the stuff that we use as as stepping stones for something bigger um, are, you, are you talking about like private labeling yeah yeah and I actually um, my husband and I just over the past also in the last two weeks we um, sent in our application for our trademark for our own clothing brand so we, we have goals, you know, um, that's probably going to take a couple of months. Um, they told us it's about a six-month, three to six-month turnaround time to, to get your trademark back. But once we have that, um, then we'll start putting out some of our own, you know, lines. So I think retail, I guess, is our ultimate goal, having our own clothing line and maybe some wholesale. Right. That's really cool. That's really awesome. It's a process for sure, but... You, you you know you start somewhere and you move with it, but I think that the 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 success comes in with always looking forward and always planning for something bigger. You know. Right. That's that's really awesome. That's a that's a really cool goal uh, to have your own clothing line because a lot of people don't you know don't have that that goal where they you know have their own like label or or like private labeling. You know, I yeah. thought about private labeling when I first started reselling. Actually, I was researching that before I got into reselling with eBay 
and I downloaded the Alibaba, you know, uh, app and looked in the website and I was looking at stuff to like, you know, wholesaling stuff and private labeling that. Yeah, I think, and you know, when I, when I downloaded it, I was so overwhelmed and, you know, I, I looked at a couple of different things that I wanted to really kind of, you know, maybe experiment with. And the one thing that turned me away from it was that all the, I think it's the M, MLQs or MSQs, the quantities that you have to order, they were all like 10,000, 100,000. I was like, I'm not going to order, you know, these huge right. shipments. And it ended up being like $5,000. So what I did is I searched and I searched and I searched and I finally found a couple of um, wholesale dealers that offer smaller portions. So like this, this first wholesale shipment that I ordered, it's a quantity of 10. That's it. That's reasonable, you know? Right. Um, that's like a day of sourcing. So I said to myself, if I can find these small orders, these small shipments that I can kind of try out, um, then I can eventually, you know, flip that because that's what we do and then order bigger shipments and bigger shipments and bigger shipments. So that's kind of, that's going to be my strategy. So I'll, I'll be documenting it to see how it goes. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I totally know about that because I was actually messaging a lot of um, uh, wholesalers in China uh, a lot of them offer, um, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of them offer samples. It's, samples. They'll send you like one or two, but you just pay for shipping and they send you like a few items out just to test it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the MLQs, there's some are like ridiculously like 10,000, 20,000, right. 100,000. Like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, but yeah. Not only are you paying for that, you're also paying for the shipping that's coming over here and it's right. not cheap either. Right. Right. So it was more, I think at the time it was more uh, uh, valuable, uh, valuable to start, you know, doing like used clothing to start up your capital and then maybe move on to like maybe wholesaling. Right. Yeah. Um, what is, uh, if you had any advice to give a new reseller, what advice would you give them if someone who's just starting out uh, selling on eBay or Poshmark or whatever platform they want to sell on? Hello. I think we lost her. Did we get dropped? Yadira, you there? I think we lost her. Yadira? Hi. Hi. We got uh -oh. just we got disconnected for some reason. Thanks. I don't know if it was me or you. It was probably this app. <laughs> the oh, anchor God. app. It's kinda it's kinda twitchy. It's kinda weird. Um I don't know if you got my uh my last question is is what advice would you give a new reseller who's just starting out uh selling on like eBay or Poshmark or whatever platform they're using? Yeah, so I, probably the biggest piece of advice, like I was saying, would be to educate. You know, and something that I always tell people that ask me, you know, how did you get into it? How do I start? I say, if you're going to do this, you know, it's, it's going to be an investment of your time and your effort. So just like a job, you have to have that training period 
Um, so, you know, give yourself a training period. Give yourself a month. Give yourself two months to, you know, go in and educate. And honestly, it's all you need is YouTube. You know, we know that. Uh, watch yeah. as many videos as you can. You know, go to eBay as, as, as challenging as it is. Go to eBay. Read the policies. You know, go to Poshmark. Read the policies. Um, all the information that you need is there. All you have to do is go to it and, you know, absorb it. So, um, that's probably the biggest piece of advice. Um, and don't hesitate, you know, just jump in, educate yourself and jump in, you know, you got to start somewhere. Just, just start. Right. That's perfect advice for someone who's new, because when I started and I, I was watching like YouTube videos of like Reezy and Nicole States and, you know, side hustle pros. And I was trying to, to motivate myself to just go out and do it because they would, they would stress that in their YouTube videos. Just yeah. like, just go out and do it. Just start. Even if, you know, just look around the house of stuff you don't use and, and list it on eBay and, and start with there. You know, just gain the experience of listing and, you know, uh, uh, shipping out stuff when it sells, you know, and just gain that experience and then go out and build your capital and go out and source uh, whatever you want to sell. Right. Yeah, just start. Just start somewhere. That's definitely, I think, you know, the, the biggest tip is just, just do it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, just just do it. <laughs> um, who, uh, when you first started selling, who influenced you to start reselling, or have you always been, you know, thinking about reselling, or did someone like you discover someone who was doing it, and then you wanted to do it too? Um, no, honestly, before I got started, I knew nothing about reselling. I'd never even been on eBay. I, I, don't, I hadn't shopped on eBay. I hadn't shopped on Poshmark. I wasn't a member of any of those platforms. Um, and what happened is we actually got moved out to Southern California to, um, my husband is a Marine, and he got stationed out on this base that's honestly, it's out in the middle of nowhere. There's just not a whole lot to do. There's not a whole lot of jobs. Um, my history is in human resources, um, and I've worked for years in the human resources field, and as we PCS to different locations, you know, I pick up quite a bit of, like, corporate jobs, like my last job where I was an admissions representative for a college, um, so just, you know, different things like that, and I've been okay with it, you know, I've never really, I knew that eventually, long term, maybe once you retire, we wanted to start our own business. Um, but I hadn't thought about doing it yet. But when we moved out here, there was just, you know, the, the um, employment ratio to people is just like it's ridiculous. There's so many people that are stationed here and there's not enough jobs. So I said, okay, you know, I'll take a break. I'll take a year off or, you know, the three years that we're stationed here, I'll take them off. And I kind of started playing around the Internet a little bit. And I did come across the first video that I saw was Nicole State um, on State's Place, you know, on YouTube. And I was like, what is this about? And I watched her entire video. You know how YouTube will give you the feed of, you know, similar videos. Yeah. So I watched her video, and then the next video popped up, and the next video popped up. And I probably spent an entire day just watching all these videos, and I said to myself, how easy, you know, why haven't I, why haven't I thought of this? Why haven't I got into this? And I said to myself, you know, I'm, I'm not working. I have the time. I have the support. I'm going to give this a try, you know. Um, and I did, you know, I, the first thing I did was I started looking for places to source because I knew that that was going to be my, you know, my, what was going to feed my business. Um, so I looked around and I went down to the Palm Springs area. And the second I saw the Goodwill, I said, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. This is my resource. I'm going to make it happen. 
And sure enough, I did my first haul. Um, they have dollar days down there, so I did a huge haul of the dollar items. Um, and then I just, you know, I, I continued to educate, and I got started that way. Um, but that's, it was, you know, not lack of options, but just I had an opportunity to do it, and I, I took the opportunity, and that's, that's where I started, you know. And now, um, you know, because I have these platforms and I'm integrated more into this community, it's become an opportunity to build on what we want for the future. Um, so now I'm not only utilizing the two, three years that we're stationed here to resell, but I'm utilizing it to build um, for the future for our own brand. Right, and that's what basically what we're doing, right? It's just, you know, we're building capital to whatever, you know, end goal that we're trying, like you're trying to, you know, produce your own clothing line, you know, like me. I, my ultimate goal is to just to be full-time eBay and cross-list, you know, onto I'm starting to cross-list on Poshmark and do Amazon. I've yet to send in a shipment to Amazon, but, you know, I'm slowly building that up. Yeah. You know, that's my goal. Good. Um, where can people find you on social media? Um, I'm on Instagram. Um, that's probably the biggest platform that I use. I'm not on Facebook. Um, Facebook is just, I've never been on Facebook. I might be the only person on earth that's not on Facebook, but... I've tried to create accounts once or twice, and I just, I, it's, I don't know what it is about Facebook, but I, I can't get into it. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's not for me, I guess. It's pretty, um, it's pretty saturated. I mean, I have a Facebook yeah. account, but I'm rarely on Facebook. Yeah, and I actually, with my Instagram, just the other day, I tried to do the, um, where you make it shoppable, like you can monetize your Instagram to shop, people can shop right from there. Right. But I, I had to connect it to Facebook. It was a complete nightmare. <laughs> I created like four accounts, deleted all four accounts. Now it keeps asking me to connect again, and I'm like, I can't because I, I took off the Facebook, but it, it's a mess. But anyway, I'm primarily on Instagram. I do have a Twitter that's connected to my Instagram. It's the same handle. Um, and when I post to Poshmark and Instagram, I always share my posts to Twitter. So um, I'm, I am also on Twitter. But that's, that's mostly it is Instagram. Um, it's, it's probably my primary platform for social media. Yeah, that's, uh, I think I, when I subscribed to your YouTube channel, I also, I think I looked you up on uh, Instagram and I found you on Instagram. So that's how I found you. And I think, you know, you, you've been probably like one of my biggest supporters and, you know, I thank you for that. And uh, you also, you're like one of the, the good people of this reselling community. I mean, you're always trying to help out and you're always like, when you lit, when you, put on something on your feed on your Instagram, you know, it's like, look, this is what I'm doing. You know, you know, yeah. other people, you can do it too. You know, you're, you're always positive And that's what I like about you is just, you're a positive person. Oh, thanks. Thank you. But, uh, I'm, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Thank you for being on. I know we like rescheduled a couple of times to, to be, do this podcast, but you know, I thank you very much for coming on, telling your reselling story and, you know, just, Keep on hustling out there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And maybe you can invite me back again once I'm, like, rich and super successful. and then I'll Definitely. I'm definitely going to have you back on. You're you're one of my favorite people on, on Instagram and YouTube. And, you know, I have very few people that I that are really, like, you know, follow, you know, intensively. And you're one of them. And uh, there's a few others that I don't know if you saw my Instagram, but I did get to meet a, 
couple of resellers here from Las Vegas that, that yeah. I really love. These, these, these ladies are, are everything to me, and That's they awesome. really influence me. It's Katie Zilberberg and the LV Pink Panther. Those, those ladies are awesome. I love them. Awesome, awesome. Maybe, uh, you know, you know, one of the things that I hope to eventually do is go to like a meetup, you know, so hopefully somebody will put one together, you know, within the near, in, in the vicinity that we can all travel to and, and do a meetup. I think that would be awesome, too. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Um, are you, One more question. Are you going to eBay open at all? No, no, I'm, I'm not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, me either. I was totally going to just buy the tickets when they when they came pre-sale. Yeah. And I was going to get them, but I decided, you know what, I can use this money to build up my, you know, my inventory on my store. I don't think I'm I'm right. quite ready to, to attend that yet, you know, to spend yeah. that type of money. Right. And then, but, you know, honestly, without everybody talking about going, I said to myself, you know, all of our favorite retailers are going to share every piece of information they get from it. So I'm like, I'll just wait for the aftermath, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I want. I wanted you to be my first guest. That and I have. I've DM'd a, a few other uh, resellers that I want to interview too. Like, there's one that's really brand new, and I want to interview her. Mm-hmm. But uh, you were the first one I really wanted to have on the show. Awesome, thank you. I appreciate, it. and I'll be listening to all your other podcasts too. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. I want to thank you, Dura, for uh, coming on to the show. Uh, I really enjoyed that interview. She's really a cool person. So if you're not following her on Instagram or YouTube, or subscribe to her YouTube, you should go out and do it. Uh, it's aisle 37. You just spell out aisle underscore, spell out 30, and then the number 7. And go ahead and follow her on Instagram and YouTube. Really cool person. Okay, now we're going to get into uh, my week weekend sales. Um, first thing, uh, I sold midweek was actually a pretty cool flip. Uh, it was a stop staring dress. Now, if you don't know stop staring, which I didn't know either, uh, it's the style of the dress is like pinup, uh, pinup style. It's in like a navy blue dress, really cool looking, uh, dress. Uh, it's stop staring Alicia Estrada. It's a blue Raylene pinup dress, short sleeve. And I picked this up at at Goodwill, and it was half off because Goodwill had uh, 50% off the whole store. So my wife actually found the dress. I didn't find it. Uh, we looked up the the listings and the comps, and they were really, really good comps. So we went ahead and picked it up. It was $7.99 for the dress, half off of that. So I think we paid like 4 or 5 bucks for it. And I went ahead and, uh, and flipped it for ninety eight bucks. Took a best offer, so it was ninety eight ninety nine. So I, that was a really good flip. Uh, really nice dress. Uh, all these I'll put up on my Instagram so you guys can see it. As you know, talking about it, but you, I, you can see it on my Instagram what I sold. So that was a pretty good flip. So it turned five dollars into ninety eight dollars. So it was really good. I was really happy with that because my eBay sales were really slow, and this offer came in and I was just like, bam, sold. Uh, next thing uh, is the a it was like an ornament uh, Christmas ornament. It was by Starbucks. Uh, it's a Starbucks Christmas ornament, uh, really small, two ounce cup, uh, and it has 
gold-plated on the cup of the Los Angeles uh, skyline. And it's got, like, you know, palm trees and uh, movie camera and stuff like that. You know, the buildings of Los Angeles. And um, I, my wife actually found this, too. And she, I love my wife. She, picked, she finds the cool stuff. And uh, it's Starbucks. Uh, it's the Los Angeles uh, collection ornament two-ounce coffee cup. And it looks just like coffee cup, but it's really small. And I paid maybe, it was a lot. We had uh, bought a bottle of you know those grab bags you get inside savers and they hang them on the hooks well they had the whole thing a bunch of ornaments of starbucks for like four bucks so we went ahead and bought them listed them on ebay and this is the first one of that lot that i sold for uh, 29.99 i mean that's what i was asking for initially and usually i put best offer on all my listings and if the the offer comes in and it's a really good officer offer i'll take it but uh, this one, he paid full price for it, twenty nine ninety nine for a little two ounce cup. So it's a pretty good flip on that one. Uh, so that one was sold on, I believe Thursday or Friday. Yes, Friday. Uh, so that was a pretty good flip. So you know, flipped the dress. I flipped the Starbucks uh, ornament cup. Uh, right there was was over a hundred bucks. So. I was already happy. I was already down to begin with because my sales were super slow, and I even put it on Instagram. It's like this was one of the slowest weeks on Instagram, or slowest weeks on on eBay for me since I started reselling. So uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, next one was uh, Torrid. Torrid is a plus size women's clothing line. Uh, they have stores all around the country. Uh, this one was Torrid women's shorts. Our jean shorts, and picked them up at the Ben's and Goodwill. Uh, only paid less than a dollar for it, and I sold this one for twenty four ninety nine. Uh, it was a good, uh, good flip. No, actually, it was the best offer. Sorry, best offer of twenty dollars. So I go ahead and accepted the offer, and you know I only paid a hundred dollars or under a dollar for it. So it's like ninety four cents for it. When I, you know, when I do my hauls. At the Goodwill bins, you know, I'll, I'll try to get at least 25 pounds. So this one was a, a good flip, too. It was, uh, like again, torrid uh, denim jeans, uh, denim shorts. So they sold fast. They, they weren't up there for very long. And I actually picked up two. There was two in the bins of uh, similar jeans. And I sold those, too, uh, denim shorts. Dark blue denim shorts that were size 20. So it is, you know, again, plus size, plus size sells. I don't, I can't stress that enough where if you buy uh, plus size clothing, they sell very well online like eBay or Poshmark um, very well. Um, these last two I picked up, uh, they're both Brooks Brothers and uh, sweaters. And I'm, I'm glad I'm finally starting to sell these sweaters because they've been up forever. Uh, Brooks Brothers Country Club Pro Sport Brown Sweater, size extra, extra large. Uh, just a basic brown sweater, Brooks Brothers logo, tag on the back. Uh, these, This one was listed when I first started reselling. And I'm looking at the pictures, and they're horrible pictures. And, you know, I didn't have a lighting kit at that time, so I was just using a lamp um, and a white background. And then just hanging the clothes on my wall. 
So uh, sold it for seventeen ninety nine. Brooks Brothers uh, brown long sleeve sweater. So that was a good uh, good flip on that one. So uh, anything I sell on my eBay is a good flip. You know, I get happy with every time I hear that that cash register ring on my phone saying you sold something. Uh, the next Brooks Brothers uh, shirt I sold. It's like a rugby style shirt. Uh, it's uh, navy blue and green striped. And it's got the uh, Brooks Brothers logo on the left side and uh, Brooks Brothers uh, logo on the back of the shirt. Uh, it's, it's a collared long sleeve. Um, I didn't know what it was because it had some sort of uh, pat, uh, light padding on the shoulders. And I was like, well, this is interesting. I'll just go ahead and pick it up. And it was Brooks Brothers. And I picked it up and listed it on eBay. And it's been in my store for a while, for like three months. But uh, Brooks Brothers... Uh, navy blue long sleeve uh, it's quarter uh, one quarter button up so it doesn't button all the way down just a, a one quarter of the way uh, it was a size small I usually don't pick up small things but it was sort of a, a unusual shirt come to find out it's like a rugby style shirt that you play rugby in yeah, I don't know I don't know this you know the sport very well but I guess that's what they wear when you uh, play rugby so I I sold it for uh, $29.99 so that was a good flip on that one. Again, I'll put these photos up on my Instagram. And that's pretty much it for my week weekend sales. Uh, my total uh, for these last four items was $81.98. And I believe that's not net. And then the ones I sold midweek... Uh, the stop staring dress and the Starbucks coffee cup ornament. Um, I say eighty, almost two hundred dollars in sales, which is pretty good. I mean, the, the last minute sales came in last last night with the sweater and the shorts, but uh, I'm happy. I'm happy now. You know, during the week, I was just like, man, nobody's buying anything. You know, it's like, what's going on? And I put it on my Instagram how this was one of my slowest weeks since I started reselling. And all these other resellers were commenting. It's like, yeah, me too. My sales have been down. You know, so I went ahead and broke it down. And eBay, you know, is with the seller hub. It tells you how your sales have been going each month. And at one point, my sales were down 29% uh, with these last few sales. Uh it says I'm down 15.8%. So it's not as bad, but it's still down. So 15.8% uh, sold $699.87 of items in the past 31 days, um, which is not including eBay fees and PayPal fees. So, but, you know, I'm, it's slowly starting to pick back up. You know, so it's, it's starting to... Uh, get a little better but that's pretty much it for my weekend sales um, now we're gonna go into uh, eBay news okay eBay news uh, I picked this uh, article up earlier uh, I it was kind of a weird article because I hear constant rumors that eBay is gonna start doing what Amazon's doing with FBA they're gonna start doing fulfillment and people are like, and I know eBay has their, what they call their valet, and I don't even know if they still offer it. I have no idea if they call it, uh, whether you ship your stuff in, 
they take photos and then they list it on eBay for like a ridiculous percentage and nobody I don't think anybody ever does it uh, when you can just take pictures and list it yourself and ship it out yourself um, but I think they're testing the waters for FBA uh, or eBay fulfillment uh, because uh, eBay Australia or eBay has announced a partnership with Fulfilio. Uh, this was uh, on AppliancetRetailer.com. And uh, a new Australia post, uh, post business that offer a national fulfillment network to its sellers. Uh, the new service, uh, eBay Fulfillment Partner, is claiming to provide eBay sellers with the best price to pick, pack, and deliver their eBay orders. More than 53 million eBay parcels were shipped domestically in the last 12 months. Uh, Fulfilio is a new business of Australia Post, uh, providing e-commerce software, warehousing, pick and pack, and delivery services tailored for e-commerce. Uh, Fulfilio will provide warehouse locations in Sydney, uh, Brisbane, and Perth. And uh, this is all these are cities in Australia, and uh, enabling. Uh, Inventory to be located to close to buyers as possible, ensuring faster fulfillment times. Now, with this, what the reason why I'm reading this article is, I think, and it's just my opinion. I think eBay is testing the fulfillment waters to see how well it does in Australia. Australia's market is not as big as, of course, the United States market. So what I think they're doing is testing the waters. They're going to see how well it does in Australia before they implement it to American sellers who, you know, just like Amazon, uh, doing fulfillment, FBA, fulfillment by Amazon. And I think they're going to do fulfillment by eBay, uh, FBE. And so what they're going to do, I think that what they're experimenting with is doing it in Australia. Uh, eBay is offering its sellers what it said are the best rates helping them reduce costs, save time, and remain competitive. Uh, for example, on 500 gram partial sellers will pay rates as low as $5.74 for pick, pack, and delivery of crosstown service and $6.83 for internet interstate services, saving sellers up to 30% on fulfillment costs based on industry averages across pick, pack, and last mile costs. Uh, so, like I said, I think they're testing the waters for fulfillment. I think what they're going to do eventually is get rid of valet and just do open up a warehouse in the United States and start doing fulfillment where, you know, if if you guys not only, you know, sell on eBay and you guys do Amazon and you send stuff to FBA instead of uh, seller fulfillment, you do FBA Amazon fulfillment. You know, you, you send your stuff in, package it, Send it off. Send it off to Amazon Warehouse. Uh, it gets stored in their warehouse. So when something buys, or you sent in, and a, and a customer or a buyer, you know, buys whatever you you send in the fulfillment, you know, they, you know, box it and ship it out to the customer, and they handle all customer service uh, returns and and any questions they might have. So you basically find the stuff, send it in, and, and Amazon does the rest. So I think eBay, again, like I said, I'm, I'm, I know I re said it over and over, they're testing the waters for fulfillment. So that's going to be interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on that one.
Uh, next thing, uh, this is already over, but I didn't know that it was going to be, you know, a thing. eBay is trying to compete with Amazon with Amazon Prime Day, which Prime Day today is today, the 16th. And eBay, at the time, I think a couple days ago, I think it was the 14th, I think it was 24, 24 hours, I believe, or maybe 48 hours, they were doing their own type of Prime Day, which was eBay was offering, you know, discounts on all their stuff on eBay. And if you bought $119 worth of stuff on eBay, eBay was giving away, um, what do you call it, uh, Google Home Mini. So if you buy anything for $119, you use a, a promo code, and it would give you a Google Home Mini for free with any purchase of $119 or more. Um, or you could just go out and buy a Google Home Mini for 50 bucks and not spend $120. But that's the promotion that they were doing. They were trying to drive people to eBay, you know, to buy stuff and, and you know, what Amazon is doing for their Prime members. And, of course, eBay doesn't offer any type of membership or anything like Amazon does for, like, Prime members. But that's what they were doing. I think it was for, like, 24, 48 hours. Buy something for over $120 and they give you a a free Google Home Mini, which was, you know, I don't even know if, if it worked. I'm pretty sure it did. When you uh, when you say something free to anything, people are going to, you know, come to and check it out and see what they can get for free. So I guess that was good. Um, we'll see. I guess in the future we'll see the numbers, how, how it worked for eBay, doing their own style of Prime Day. So we'll just keep an eye on that one. Um, there's a new segment I want to do on here. Um, it's called uh, Weird Listing of the Week. Um, I Last week, my last podcast where I read an article about the, the six-year-old cheeseburger being listed on eBay and how people put, you know, weird things and list weird things on on eBay. So I was, like, thinking the other day, I'm like, Maybe I should put that as a segment, uh, a weird listing from eBay each week. And I started, you know, browsing around eBay, see if I can look up some some odd listings. And lo and behold, I find an odd listing. And there's more than one. Believe me, I got some lined up. And uh, this one really stuck out to me because people love paranormal. And there's a listing on here with a creepy boy doll dressed up like Tom Sawyer type <laughs> clothing um, the listing uh, the seller's name is Vin Vic and it it's just a weird photo uh, I'll put it on Instagram you guys can see it it's just odd it's called Meta Paranormal Haunted Spirit Doll and he puts in bold letters active orbs and the doll's name is Jack and he put the gold certified and there's several creepy photos of the doll on here just blank you know blank staring at you creepy giving the chills and um he's auctioning it off uh for s- starting auction is at $56.97 I believe he's from Canada and if you can buy it now you can buy it now for $700 but uh, the doll has its own, uh, it's highly valued 
for, and this is what he, he wrote on here. I'm not going to read it verbatim because it's a long listing. But uh, all items purchased at buyer's own risk. The seller, Vinvik, is not responsible for what might or might not occur owning this vessel. He's not even calling it a doll. He's just calling it a vessel. Uh, I believe Meta Paranormal. I believe there's some sort of spirit or something attached to the doll. The doll's not actually possessed. Um, it's just like, you know, the Annabelle doll. It, there's a, some sort of weird demon spirit thing attached to the doll. Um, his name is Jack. Uh, he's had it for about a year, and it belonged to a uh, psychic friend of his who had a Ph.D. in parapsychology, and she passed. She he states he she passed away last year and left me with these vessels and catalogs to home, and he's auctioning them off on eBay. And I'm trying to read the good stuff here. Uh, the doll, uh, he explains, uh, tangible red. Uh, I've had many reads on Jack, and it's been confirmed that Jack is both physically interactive with his environment, which is creepy enough in that sentence, and creates strong links with living and very uh, links with living very quickly. Jack is very active, moves often. That's creepy right there. Moves often. Sometimes in positions and gaze direction. G A Z E, gaze, like gazing at you. Um, the backstory was Jack was a boy, 68 years old, living in the mid 1930s. Uh, he uh, suffered a tragic ending. He was on a bike in front of his home and was lured away. He suffered great pain and tragedy in his short, sad life. Um, he peacefully maintained and sheltered. I've kept Jack in my shop for monitoring and company for the bulk of the year. I fostered him out to a dear friend with extraordinary results. So, this was probably one of the weirdest listings I've ever seen. One of the weirdest listings I've ever seen. And it's just really creepy. I'm going to put it on Instagram so you guys can be creeped out as much as me. But uh, that's my weird listing of the week. Guys, check it out on uh, Instagram. Uh, that's pretty much for everything. I want to thank uh, Yadira. Uh, IL37, as she goes by Instagram and YouTube, subscribe to her YouTube channel, uh, follow her on Instagram, she's got a lot of good stuff, she's a really nice person, she's really sweet, uh, I'll see you guys next week with my uh, other weekend haul, or weekend sales, uh, I'll try to have another reseller on and interview them and get their uh, journey, their story, their journey story, um, I'm running out of things to say. <laughs> uh, it's been a long morning. But uh, thanks, guys. Have a good week. Have a good Monday. Have a good weekend. And just keep on hustling. Keep on listing. See you, guys.